0: Welcome to Do A Blessing CNS Church London's
1: podcast, sharing the good news weekly. We hope you are blessed by today's message. It's an hour of age, the world that is, the world that was, the world that is true. glorious in holiness. You are fearful in presence. say that they drove out the devil. It wasn't God that drove him out. You know, it's, it's not God standing or chasing the devil out of heaven. No, it's it's not, it's not possible. You know, it's as if somebody said that somebody invaded the queen's palace. Now the queen of England is not the one running around chasing the person out. No, it's not possible. In fact, somebody can invade the palace and the queen not even see. When they're just giving reports, they'll say that, you know, something happened overnight, but it's all clear. So, you know, God help us in the name of Jesus Christ. We started something for a couple of weeks, and it was quite interesting how, how God helped us to even touch, finalizing and sign it up for us it's last week's Sunday service, even with the prophecies. And I would ask you a couple, we will just look at those prophecies again. We will look at those prophecies again, because at times when God speaks, people go, yes, but we have not actually understood what he has said. No. You know, we have not understood what we have said. So, you know, we, it is not bad that we have not celebrated it, but, you know, there are certain things I feel that God said yesterday. If we actually listened <coughs> to what He said, we would either say, "God, excuse me, can you explain yourself?" You know, but God grant us grace in the name of so we will get we'll there as we begin. Because I, it was quite interesting that you know the very last prophecy that was said, in fact, the last statement that was said was an, was an opening that that I was like, you know, okay, this is, surely this is where God is leading us to. So, we've spoken about the blood and, you know, we, I and mean, one of the things that we are sharing about these things as we continue to look at them is that this is what, this these are things that the Bible calls the elementary teachings of, of Christian love. Now when he says elementary teaching, it does not mean that you are to grow it and you don't talk about it again. When we were in elementary class, they taught us one, two, three, A, B, C, and no matter how well you get your professorship, you are still your whatever professorship you get is in the confines of those things. So when the Bible talks about that these are the elementary, it's saying that these are the barriers, these are the foundation for Christendom. Anything you do outside that, you are your own. And you would see that the apostles, that was, you know, when James, you see James, I was talking, when James went to visit the church, he said, I wanted to talk to you about the common faith that we share." But when I began to hear certain things within your midst, and he was talking about the death of Christ, and he said, I need to abandon that first and sort this one out. So you would see that the apostles, are, are, are there were certain things that, you know, it wasn't compromised, no matter what it is that, you know, and let's just quickly look at it, Hebrews chapter, Hebrews chapter 6, that's one to two, I'm just going to read the amplifier because it kind of, like the is he amplifies. He said, therefore, let us get past the elementary stage in the teachings about Christ, advancing on to maturity, perfection and spiritual completeness. He says that, he said, doing this without laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and faith towards God. He said the teachings about washing, now this is baptism. And laying of hands. <laughs> God help us. And laying of hands. Because see, if it, it is obvious at times that you see that if the teachings of the laying of hands is not taught properly, I'm not talking about laying of hands, but we're going to get healed. That's what the Bible is talking about. <laughs> when Paul was talking, Paul said, when you lay hands on somebody and you are knowing that person as you see, a, a pastor, God said, if that person goes ahead and does the wrong thing, God, as God is recording the sin in the life of that person, He's also crediting your account with that same sin. You that laid the hands on others. That's what, Bible, that's what the Bible teaches. So, you know, when proper teaching about laying of hands, you, you will run if the God come and lay hands on you. <laughs> you know, because I, <laughs> Some people are not even contributing sin in their own. But people are sinning on their behalf. Because you, 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 you that, that's the way the, the scriptures, that's the teaching of the scriptures. So these things are like foundation. So he, he talks about, we're not talking about that, but he says, he says, the resurrection from the dead and eternal judgment. So basically, he's saying the death of Christ, understanding the death of Christ and repentance And our resurrection from the dead. That means that what will happen and what is your, what, how will eternal judgment look like? Now, if it was a common thing, then the Bible would not say it has to be taught. So it says that these are all important matters in which you should have been proficient for a long period of time. So he's saying that these things should be, you know, it should, it, should, it should be your what you understand, what you know. Now the problem is that if the foundations of these things are not set, actually you see, um, there's a particular church in West London, um, a pastor that we know, who's, 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 And what the Lord they try to do is that their Sunday services are wholly, are wholly centered around teaching this thing. They said, if you know that you are, you are, you are, you are, you are a Christian moving into maturity, then you should partake in the weekly service, come and hear. But they don't teach most of the, what people make, or what the Bible terms, again, you know, at times it's, it's a different from what people understand, what is called advanced teaching of scriptures. So at times it has nothing to do with what people call advanced teaching of scriptures. But what am I trying to point out is this there are movements as we grow, increase, and it depends on the kind of foundation, teachings, a Bible. I'm talking about teachings about all of this. And why am I pointing this out? Is like, you know, I have seen, the Bible says that, the Bible says that, the Bible says that so that you will not be, Ephesians chapter 4 talks about you will not be tossed through and through by every wind of doctrine. And at times there have been, there have been occasions where, you know, I'm not going to go money Mondeset, occasions where somebody is reading a particular book, somebody was reading a particular i listening to, Particular, and I told that person, I said, I said, you are going to get into the problem. And she goes, oh, no, 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 is this not the Christian? I said, I did not say it's not the Christian book, but I'm saying that you are reading things that are without necessarily the foundations of scripture and. The person letting me went haywire. It's not only once. I'm not talking about things that have happened once or twice or three times. And I told someone I said, I said, I said, one of the challenge, and this is where Christians need to discipline themselves. One of the challenge that you have to, you have to first of all understand and understand how you, how you are growing in Christendom. Don't just say, you know, I am. I am, I am sitting somewhere, I am just listening to this. It is good. That doesn't mean that what you are hearing is not the sound word of God. But Paul will say, what Paul is saying is that I cannot go ahead until I am sure you are, you understand these things. Because once you move away from this and you are building on things that are not, that don't have these foundations, you discover that you will begin to move Drift away from Christ, and so that was Paul. What Paul was talking about when he said, "And what, why am I saying this?" Is that the reason why we are laying emphasis and describing and looking more? See, you cannot. There are still some things that I'm also learning. There are still some things that I'm also learning, and I'm, when I say that there are also some things that I'm also sharing, like I told you about when I saw certain things with someone, I said, I told somebody, that said. I don't know if you have been there before. I have been there before. You know, where you read books and study to a point where your your study life as a Christian Bible or knowing the Bible will be growing going up and your prayer life will be coming down. Have you been there before? I've been there before. What causes lack of proper balance? I've been there for where, where I think, there was a time when I was thinking that, you know, if I walk into a, a, a car and I say, stop! Because, you know, where you are, God, <laughs> when you listen to teaching, that your faith is like, ah! <laughs> and, you know, then, all, all those kind of things, but what we are trying to do, all I'm just saying is that what we are talking about now is important. <laughs> Even as we grow as Christians, and these are things you know we so we spoke last week about about the forgiveness of sin, about what the blood of Christ does, how the blood of Christ is there to wash us out of our iniquities. We we discussed the fact that there was the the what the devil was trying to do is to make sure that what chased him out of the presence of God is the same thing that changed you out of out of God's presence. And that is what the 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 um the, the opportunity we have when we come before God in in confidence of His blood. Hebrews chapter ten says, says to us that it says it says he uh, said and where these are where where these have been forgiven an offering sorry an offering of sin is no more needed. Now verse nineteen where we said therefore, brothers, since we have confidence. To enter into the most holy place by the blood of Jesus. So he's saying that the confidence you have to be able to approach God is by the blood of Christ. And we discussed this last week a lot last week about about um, on that as we began to lay those foundations that you know the blood of Jesus is is. is is what actually washes you away? Why? Because, because the flesh, the human flesh, will continually do. Okay, will natural human flesh will continually sin. So there is the need for the blood to keep washing. Does that make sense? So, and that is one of the things that the heavenly fathers of the church, even in our fold, you know, are trying to teach. So when you see when you see people doing possession, I couldn't find any possession picture than this one. But you know when when you see possession coming in, I, I wanted us to do it today. I felt, mother, mm, we, uh, we, you know, God help us in Jesus' name. You know, we should be doing it. It's my it's laziness, but we should be doing it. You know, do it. So when you are doing possession, what you are doing? Why the cross is at the front? is that what you're saying to God that we are hiding behind the sacrifice of Christ. We cannot approach you, God, by our own righteousness. So that is why the cross is going ahead of you. And what I'm trying to say is that it doesn't mean that if you don't do it, you're not hiding. It. But the essence is that the, the, the founders of the church are trying to make you remember that as you approach the church, as you approach the the altar, you are approaching it. And when you see, when you get to the altar and the church leader or pastor or whoever it is, takes the cross, is basically saying you are accepted into the throne of God by his blood. Does that make sense? Please forgive me that we don't do it as something that we should, but I'm just trying to explain to you certain things that are put, that's why, you know, which should, because you know, COVID did a lot of this work, God help us, mm-hmm. amen. Um, but all I'm just saying to us is, is that, at times, and this is one of the challenges I have, when people just come and just say, this is the answer and they don't have a clue what is, what the essence is. You know, even those that are fighting for it, I say, you should not do anything. They don't also know what the essence of it. And I'm like, you know, you might as well be, I have said this before, you know, I said, Psalm 51, if you don't understand, you might as well write, Black, black, black sheep, and read it. It's the same. You know, it's the same. You know, at times when we, there are so many things that I feel that, <laughs> see what we are reading. It says, "Massive sheep more and me. What does that mean? Take any other thing, but don't take your own spirit. That's what you're saying. If you've done something and like God says, okay, um, look, let's put ourselves as, as David. David is the, is, is the king, which is the equivalent of the prime minister. So nobody in the, in the generation of David has ever become king. So you are the first black prime minister. So a prophet walks in, like Nathan walks in in the days of David, and said, you have done something bad. God said, "Choose one thing: your spirit, or I take this office away." Or what you do, God. God bless the prophets; they will be using the spirit of God. God. You know that I am the only black person that has ever become. So when you are reading that psalm, at times God is trying not to listen because He's saying that you know, if I approach you the way I approach you, David. Would you pick the Holy Spirit? Mm-hmm. You know, there are some things that, honestly, God, out of His, his infinite mercy, just said, Gabriel, notice, don't, 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 let's behave as if we don't hear what they're saying. Let them be saying it. Because, you know, people will sing the song, Dawasi, Oluwa, oh, Dawasi, no, So, basically, they're saying, God, protect me because there's so much work I have to do. And God said, okay. You want me to protect you based on the work that you are doing. Let us see the certificate of what you are doing. (laughs) (laughs) So you see that God is actually saying, when you are saying, and you are doing something that is not good, God will say, you get pressure, don't don't think that we understand when they are saying. Let them be talking, it's good. You know, it's good. God help us in Jesus. So what I'm trying to say is that there are so many things. So when we come into the throne and we and the cross fall, um, 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 precedes, and when you are going back, you are the cross is preceding you, saying that Lord, even as we are going forth, we are not standing in our righteousness; it is Your own righteousness. God grant us grace in the name of Jesus Christ. So you know when we read, so we, we, you would see, um, and as we talk about these things, it, um, yeah. So when we, when the vision came out and vision ended, by saying, "I have wiped away your sins." How many of us have that? Piece? I have wiped me and you know, I said, "Go and sin no more." We all had that bit. Is that possible? So why did you not say ah please take it back? <laughs> what are you saying? It's it's not possible. And that is where at times God expects people to, because then it would is an opportunity for Him to go further with you. But just yeah, I said ah go and say no more, <laughs> and, and you know you know within your mind that what He's saying, or I know within my mind that what He's saying is just it's just so then. Why did God say is it just to fill in the gap? I'd say, you know, it is a normal thing that I will say. Because at times, I think I think at times some of us have got to the point where we think that certain things that God will talk will say normally is a normal thing that God will say. So we feel that God is more like a computer that just runs, He has a just play. play. Every single word He says, there's a reason why he say that. So God will not say. On Sunday, go and sin no more. If he has not given you a provision to be able to attain what he has said, but most of the time, what we do is that we hear it and we just pocket it to us. I say, well, you know. Rather than I've I've been, let me just share my my experience once. There was a day when I was preaching in Lagos in very early in the morning. We used to do one early service there. So I was preaching that morning, and God laid him, and I was reading the scripture, and God laid in my heart, be holy as your father in heaven is holy. Mm. I said, God, <laughs> be holy as your father in heaven is holy. So I just I just prepared my sermon that day, and things like that. So I was preaching, and that thing kept ringing in my heart. Be holy, but I was dodging it. <laughs> because I am... I, I try my best and God help me is to not preach what I do not agree, it's not it's not settled in my spirit, in my mind as a person so I was dodging it that morning and I was hearing, behold the yes, Father in heaven is holy like, it, it was so bad that morning, it was early morning service 6 o'clock, so it was still cold and I was sweating <laughs> because I was, as I was preaching, I was, I was battling it's and I said, God, ah, is this possible? What are I say? No. And this and I said, no, my Bible, the Bible says, be holy as a father and in heaven. And I said it that day. Do you know how I said it? As I just finished praying, <laughs> for you, I said, be holy as a father in heaven. I just walked away. <laughs> <laughs> I just walked away. <laughs> <laughs> I just walked away. <laughs> then, <laughs> then, you know, then I, I got into the house. I thought God said, what is, <laughs> what is your problem? I said, ah, Sir, I said, and I will never forget what God did in my dad. He said, This is the problem I have with you people. Rather than telling me how you are saying it's not possible, rather than saying, God, I don't understand. How can I achieve this? You see, it's not possible. That is why I was struggling. Rather than seeing God, how is this possible? I have said, it is not possible. And the, the little Bible that I understand, the Bible says everything you, you, the Bible says those who teach will be judged more harshly. So that means that once I say it, so the issue is that I should not say it. So the battle inside me is not to say it because I know that <laughs> you know, God help us in the name of Jesus Christ. So you will see as, as Isaiah began to talk about the transaction on the cross, Isaiah introduced his statement in Isaiah 53, verse 1. He says, Who is going to, Who who has believed our message? Basically, what he's saying is that what we are about to introduce, it will be difficult for people to believe. What I am about to say about a man that is going to come and it would destroy the hold of sin, you will find it difficult to to, to believe it. So Isaiah himself, before somebody began to poke his prophecy, he he had preceded it by saying this is going to be difficult for you to believe. So he said, who has believed that message? To whom has the hand of the Lord been revealed? We'll come to that pretty soon. But as we begin to look at that same question, I was not only in the position, and probably you were not, Nicodemus was also in that that position. When Jesus was speaking to him in John chapter 3, is Judge verse 1 tonight, and Jesus was talking about, he was saying to Jesus that you, you, somebody has to, you know, you, you can only live this kind of life except to come from God. And Jesus was saying to uh, Jesus was saying to him that, you know, very, verse 3 says, very, very, I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God unless he's born again. Then he said, how can one be born again? When, when, sorry, how 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 can someone be born when they are holding Nicodemus' house? Surely you cannot enter. So basically, when it comes to these issues, people generally ask a question saying, "You know what you are talking about does not make sense." And I believe, as respectful as we respect God. That is what he expected you to give as a response to that natural message. Then he can ask you, are you saying no? Or you are asking, him, how is it possible? But you just don't pack your bag and say, ah, he, he, go and see no more. You pack your bag, and you go? I could say, ah. That was not a closed-end conversation. It Was actually for you to probe me. I'm not saying probe the person that the person has spoken what the mind of God is, but God expected us to go back home and go and think about what He said again. Ah. Does that make sense? God grant us grace in the name of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. So as we begin to see, Jesus now went on in verse. So I'm just keeping scriptures now, verse. Um um, 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 verse, verse 5, Jesus answered, Verily, I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God on, of God unless he is born of water and of the spirit. He said, The flesh will give back to the flesh, but the spirit will give back to the fish. What he says is that for you to be able to overcome sin, if you it you have to you have to basically be I don't want to use the word born again, but you have to be, you have to have this new access to this new life. Does that make sense? For you to be able to overcome the flesh. And Jesus, that's what Jesus meant by body because at times, born again has become so very um, used words, and things like that. And, and Jesus went on to verse, to verse 14. Let's go to verse 14. And Jesus said, As Moses is lifted, has lifted up the snake in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that everyone who believes would have eternal life. Then he now said, For God so loved the world, that he gave his Holy Son, that whosoever believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. For God did not send his, word, sent his Son into this world to condemn the world, but to save him, but to save the world through him. So basically, what he's saying to us is this. The Codemus was saying, you know, this is going to be difficult. And Jesus was saying, the answer is for you to understand what happened on the cross the answer for you to be able to understand how to be able to overcome that life is for you to understand what is on the cross. <coughs> and you will begin to see, sorry, I'm just still um, putting tags around. I would, we are would, would getting to, to the center to, to begin to make sense of all of this. Even Paul Began to discuss this issue when Paul was saying that I want to do the will of God, but there's another part of me that seemed to be struggling. So when we go to Romans chapter seven, I'm just going to read the um, the Living Bible because just to um, so that you know for more clarity, as it were. He says, "He says I love to do God's will." so so far as my new nature is concerned. But there is something else deep within me in my, in my lower nature that is at war. Please note where he said the war is occurring. With my mind. He says and wins the fight and makes me a slave a slave to the sin that is still within me. In my mind, I want to do the will, I want, I want to be God's willing servant, but instead I find myself still enslaved to sin. Yes. He said, so, you see how it is. My new life tells me to do right. And my old nature that is still inside me loves to sin. Oh, what a terrible predicament I am in. Who will free me from my slavery to this deadly lower nature? And as I said, thank God it has been done by Christ by Jesus Christ our Lord who has set me free. Now please note that the Bible was not split into the original scriptures was not split into chapters. When you are writing a letter we don't write it in chapter 1, chapter 2, chapter 3. We write a letter. So what the Bible was done is that it was split into divisions so that we can understand. Why I'm saying that is because as we go on to verse 8 Chapter 8. Sorry, let's go on to chapter 8. He said, So there is now no condemnation, mm-hmm. awaiting those who belong to, to Christ Jesus for the power of life or, or the life giving spirits, and the power, and this power is mine through Christ Jesus. He said, There is a power that is available, and that power is mine through Christ Jesus. Who has give, Who has freed me from the vicious cycle of sin and death? He said, "We aren't. Uh, we we are not saved from sins. I'm sorry. are we? We aren't saved. We aren't saved sorry, we aren't saved from sins. Grabs by knowing the commandments, the commandments of God, because uh, because we can't." And do not keep them, but God has put it into has put in effect a different plan to save us. Now this is what we we're talking about last week Sunday. Uh, last week Sunday, that God understands that this is the problem. Now He has put something in place to be able to be able to overcome that issue. The first thing we we talked about last week is the blood. To make sure that the blood keeps washing that thing away. But you cannot keep washing it away. The main aim is to deal with the producer of those things. Is to deal with the producer of those things. Now, I'm going to point out a scripture to us which we might have not, we have have had before, but I just feel that it would give a proper description of what Christ actually did. The Bible says in, in Galatians chapter 3 verse 13, the Bible says Christ has redeemed us from the course of the law. Having become cost, having become a cost for us, it is re- as it is written: "Cost is everyone that hangs on the tree." I love the way the Living Bible puts it. It says that it says, "But Christ has brought us out from under the doom of this impossible system, making." sorry, by taking the course of our wrongdoings upon himself. For it is written in the, in the scriptures, anyone who's hung on the tree. Says, as Jesus was hung on the wooden cross. Now, what am I trying to point out is that the Bible, the, this this says, it says, the doom of an impossible system. That means that as a human being, as a person, it is impossible. On that version, we say that this cycle of sin, this cycle of character, this cycle of, you know, of whatever it is, it says, the Bible says that God has put in another system to deal with it. But the Bible now points us to a word. He said, cost is he that is the hand of the cross. The Bible says that it is written. So the rightful question is to ask where it is written. Where is it written? So we go to where it is written in Deuteronomy. Chapter 21. Let's just quickly scroll down to verse 23, then we'll go back up. So he said you must not leave the body hanging on the pole overnight. Be sure you, um, be, be, be sure to bury it the same day because anyone who is hung on the pole is under God's cause. And you must, you, and you must not desecrate the land the, the Lord your God is giving you as an inheritance. So this is where that scripture was coming from. Now, how did they get to the point of describing of this punishment let's go to verse 18 it says if someone has a stubborn and rebellious son who has has not obeyed his father nor mother It would not, please, let me first of all lay this foundation. The whole testament is a picture of what God is trying to say in the New Testament. So God is not saying go and kill yourself. But the Bible is saying that it says, and does not and does not obey his father nor mother or listen to them when when they discipline him. His father and mother shall take hold of him and bring him to the elders at the gates of his town. And the elders shall, and they shall say to the elders, "This is our stone. He is stubborn, rebellious. He will not obey us. He is a glutton and a drunkard." Then all the men of the town are to stone him to death. It must be, you must purge the evil from among you. All Israel shall hear it and be afraid. Let's read on please. He said, if, if anyone is guilty of a capital offense, you must put them to death and their body be exposed. Then we read that particular scripture. What is the point in this? You are trying to correct that child please, I'm, I'm, I'm using that as, as the Bible is using it as an analogy. You tried everything but that character is still there. So the Bible says that the only solution is to nail it to the cross. What does that remind you of? Your human flesh. You have used all all ideologies Say ah, the next thirty-six days—I don't know what to practice for. Thirty-six days, you will not do it again. Is it thirty-six days or yeah. Please, just have testimony time. Uh-huh. How many of how many of us has that worked on? Maybe you have been you are you are normally annoyed as a person, so you now wait for thirty-six days
0: without
1: anger, without anger. and after that day, it is there. <laughs> he said, You cannot keep. They are. Now, please note that it is the parent that will say, We have tried with this child. We have done everything we can before they hand them over. So that means you must get to a point where you realize that all these analogy of this trying this time, that. I have tried everything. Now, God, I am handing my flesh over to you. Does this make sense to us? Yeah. He said that, you know, so they could take him and beat him. And blood begins to come out of his body. What do you think that will do? That child will say, ah, please, I am, you know, I, I have changed. So you give him a couple of months, he changes. <laughs> but what will happen? He will go back to the same thing. Please, we are not talking about child molestation here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, child, uh, so I don't know Abuse. <laughs> Sorry, I don't molestation. <laughs> So he said that until you bring it to the point where it is put to death, it will keep coming back with the same thing. So the Bible is saying, I said, now, when you read Isaiah, the Bible says that when Jesus' blood was shed, It was for the remission of our sins. Do you know that when they beat Jesus, blood came out. So that blood is enough to wash him. But he had to die because it was not an issue of forgiveness alone. Mm -hmm. He needed to deal with the person, that system that keeps producing So, until he dealt, until this child was caught. that's why the Bible says that you must take away the evil from among you. So, until that, so when the Bible was saying that Jesus was nailed on the cross, because cross is everyone. What he was saying was that Jesus took on that nature and dragged it to the cross and therefore nailed it there. God grant us understanding in the name yeah. of Jesus Christ. Let's see how the Bible interprets it for us. Romans chapter 6. I'm reading the, the living translation also. You can read it and I think it's also okay. It says, but your your whole evil desires were nailed to the cross we that part of you that loves to sin was crushed and fatally wounded so, so that your sin-loving body is no longer under the control of sin. You no longer need to be slave to sin. Please note the word the Bible is saying you no longer. That means that when I am feeling an heart of an addiction, I don't have to. That was why Paul was talking about this war is in my mind. That's not on my mind. You know, somebody will say that. See, this is the problem. When we hear, go back to that prophecy, When we hear the prophecy and say that go and see no more, but in in our mind we are hearing it can still happen. You are already setting yourself. So when it happens there is no resistance. It's just, God knows that I am a human being. That's why the Bible is saying you no longer you don't have, you think it has control over you, but it does not. Does this make sense to us? I'm trying to interpret this prophecy so that when you hear prophecy, you would, you know, you would sit down and put the Bible beside it so that you can get the best of it. So the Bible says it says, for you, for when you were dead, dead into sin, you were you were free from all you were free from all these laws and power over you. Let's He said, since your Your whole sin-loving nature died with Christ. We know that we will share in his new life. Christ arose from the dead and will never die again. Death no longer has power over him. What's the Bible saying? What the Bible is saying is this. When Jesus was nailed on the cross, that power, that what that's that ability that you feel that you have no strength to walk out of that addiction is a lie. As long as you have given your life to Christ, that's why you see at times you can be having a service, and when the gospel is teached, somebody may be struggling with an addiction for a long period of time and you just go. Why? Because what Christ did because of what Christ did. That's why the Bible says that if the priests of this world knew, they would not have great Christ. Let's just read a little bit further. That's Romans chapter. Let's go to verse 10. The Bible says, When Christ died, he died once uh, to break the power of sin but now he lives but but now that he lives he lives for the glory of God so you also should consider yourself and this is the part we fail to see he says consider yourself but the challenge is that we know that Jesus died for the cross we know that Jesus was nailed but you don't consider it. You don't picture it and say, no, this anger has been nailed. The Bible is saying, no, sit down and try to consider yourself as that issue has been nailed. See, this is the difference when you see a Christian when they do something and that is wrong, and the first thing they says, Ah, you know, this is how my family normally behaves. I don't ah, But this is wrong because you were nailed. This was nailed. So why am I still persisting in this? A Christian that does not understand, you see, the Bible did not say you will not have issues. But what the Bible is saying is that how do you process waiting for? Do you say that, ah, it is that girl? If God did not, if it was, oh God, I've had too many wonderful things in my life. (laughs) God, help us in the name of Jesus Christ. You know God may God may God keep us together older and older mm-hmm. You know, I think you hear certain things as a pastor you, go, you know, some will say that ah if when God when God said that um is my husband or is my wife, so God has joined us together. you know, all this kind of stuff. You just, you wonder, you wonder how, which Bible people read. We'll talk about, we'll talk about one of those one day, you know, and it's, it's, it's see that's one thing that we see in scriptures that, you know, I, I saw something this morning, and I was yesterday that I was reading the power of scriptures. And I began to, there's some things that, you know, um, when the conversation one day, I think on the on Zoom call, and. Let me put this way. And it's something for you to think about. If there is every man that God has anointed that you should marry this woman. And if you don't marry that woman, that's it. Then why would Paul say, if you don't want to marry, it's okay. That's not what Paul taught us. It is not a most get married. If no must get married, it's okay. So, what happens to that God's will? How did not God's will, the anointed one from heaven. I don't know if you get what I'm trying to say. There are parameters in scriptures by which you look for a wife. I'm not saying that you cannot pray about it and ask God for guidance. But if you go and pick somebody on the streets, I ask for guidance for five, five of them. Do you pick one? Are you? Prophetic people? And I see, if you can gather people from the streets that you don't know. I say, which one of them? Because it depends on who the prophet is and how they understand things. Some of them just look at, okay, how compatible are you going to be? Ah, yes, you are both compatible. You get to chance, God God help us. We'll we'll talk about those things, but you know, at you read, you read the scriptures, and you're like, ah, wait a minute. (laughs) The scriptures doesn't marry these things. But God help us in Jesus' name. So what we are talking about is this. So, you know, the Bible says that consider yourself as dead to the power of sin. See, please note that the Bible is not only saying sin alone. The Bible says the power that you think he has over you. Consider yourself dead to it. And the Bible says that it says, and and alive to, to God through Christ Jesus. Do not let sin control the way you live. Do not give in to sinful desires. No way say that you know, I just can't help it. That's that that's just me. That is not that that happens as a result of not understanding what the scripture, what Jesus did. That even when I fall, I make a mistake. I'm getting them and say, "Ah, but you consider yourself now. This is not you died. That desire died with Christ." And the Bible keeps on saying to so He says, "He it says, do not um, said, do not let any part of your body become an instrument of evil to serve sin. Instead, give yourself completely to God, for you were dead." but now you are alive. So use your whole body as an instrument to do the right thing. God grant us grace in the name of Jesus Christ. So the essence of what we're saying is this. What Christ did on the cross, why Christ died, is so that you can be, you and I can be set free from the power But it is now left to me to take a daily consideration make it a, the basis of my, of my thinking that I am not stuck in this attitude. I am not stuck in this character. I can become who God says I am. The problem is that we are not considering it. Let's just read on this. The Bible says in Colossians, let's just go to Colossians because of our time. It's the Bible says that when you were once, you were once dead in sin, in your sin and, uncircum- and, and the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made you alive in Christ. He forgave all your sins. Having canceled all the charge of legal indebtedness, which stood against us and condemned us, he nailed it away. He he has taken it away, nailed it to the cross. Having disarmed the power and authorities, he made public spectacle of them, triumphing over them on the cross. He, He says... The, the Bible now says, since you have been raised with Christ, we um, since you have been so, so, so since, since you have been raised with Christ, set your heart again, your mind on things above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things ab- ab- above, not heavy, for you are dead, for, for sorry, for you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. So basically what the Bible is saying to us is this, you died with Christ. When this becomes the parameters of your existence as a Christian, you will discover that justifying your wrong is an, it shows that that person is ignorant of the scriptures. Understand that you say, "Ah, I'm sorry, I made that blunder. I should not be this way because I was nailed to the cross." And you will say that as you do that, the power of the cross becomes alive in your in, in your mortal body. This sounds simple. That is why Isaiah started off by saying. Who will believe what we're about to say? <sighs> you don't know me. This is how my generation, 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 generation has been. You, you got, you got that's why the Bible says, just, 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 just go to the picture where we have, and all I'm trying to say is that the picture of Moses, the last one, and Jesus was saying. Jesus said, As Moses was lifting up the snake, he said, Anybody that looks at it shall be saved. So Jesus said, So will the Son of Man be lifted up. All you need to look is to look at it. And you will be saved. So basically what he's saying is that and let me just go to the hymn that we want to um, we want to sing. Just briefly, I loved. I was you know when I was preparing for this, I was this hymn was coming on and on in my mind. I'll just read the Yoruba version. You know, it says Irapadatoni niayo Jesus ti ra now it's interesting how the chorus goes. Says I Because it is difficult to believe. Only by you, Tito Nabo, that I learn to glory to God. Down, go oh, sorry, and by go Nitori and it you you see He said, only more. Big so what he's saying is that sin has no dominion over you. It will tempt you, make you feel that you are vulnerable, but you are not. That is why I keep saying when you read the, the hymns, they are actually teachings of scriptures. But what that song is actually saying is that sin, that addiction, that character does not have dominion over you again. You can walk out of it. Only if I said, I'm under Christie, I'm barrah. I said, basically, you have been translated from the dominion of darkness. He has brought you into the dominion of God, into the kingdom of God he says you are now become the son of God now he says this fountain this water is coming forth for everyone just come and wash I don't know what you feel. Maybe some of us, like Paul, you are in that position. There are things you don't like about yourself. There are some characters that you feel like you know. I, I, how I wish I can, you know. People may be saying, "You know, can't you correct yourself? Can't you deal with this? You are old enough now. You should have, you should have outgrown this." But in your room, you are trying. You are bought books. I'm not saying those books are not good, but there is a power that is available. That once you consider yourself nailed to the cross, you have the Christian form It is because that at times the body of Christ is finding difficult to deal with the issue of sin that they will say that you know, Oyo lady, everybody, no me. But that is against the teachings of scriptures. The scripture says, you can. What God is just saying, bring your hand. Let us go on this journey together. You can break that sin. You just need to give me your hand. Only by times, please, I'm not, I'm not at CRS. I'm very low. I'm very low CRS. But that's why they're doing redeeming. Um, so they do some ministration where you sit down and they are singing to you. It is for you to be able to, to digest it and listen. At times, that is why we have already a is so that you can, when you When you are the person, you are you are actually listening to the song, but can't we just sing beats. Some of us are more concerned about the beats or the tone. Ah, oh Osky, Ofki, (laughs) Ofki, Amen.
0: Thank you for listening to this week's sermon. Have a blessed week.